0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Good morning, Dan. Good
1: David. morning, Brian. How are you doing? I'm very well indeed, and uh, good to hear from you. And uh, hey, we none of us expected to be going into uh, lockdowns again, did we?
0: No, it's been pretty quick too. So. Um government obviously had more information on it yesterday and, and yeah that they were able to tell everybody so um, you yeah, know with it being the British variant um, and no real link to the border that's been identified at the moment um, yeah' it is, it is the right thing to do to go and mm. to down but um, you know it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of questions you need to ask um,
1: yeah
0: yeah why are we still putting our biggest city at risk every day is just bizarre from um, my point of view, I don't see why um, they can't probably have a better system and, and know um, yeah, probably a number of people travelling, you know, we've got mm. probably a bit lax and people are thinking it's just like um, return to the old days where I think you, you're sort of, in the end, going to have to make a decision you're going to live in New Zealand or live somewhere else in yes, um, the next few years and that's where it's going to be.
1: It's a big one and it's a pretty uh, worrying one, but uh, of course uh, we're only in lockdown two here, so we've just got to be careful in getting into big groups. Could you call they call Parliament back uh, and have you all in there or not?
0: Well, Parliament's due to sit on Tuesday, and um, uh, there's no um, indication that we've had that it won't be sitting. Okay, right. I I think it will be sitting. just as Normally, I just don't think the Auckland MPs will be there. No. as the Prime Minister got down to Wellington
1: pretty yesterday fast. afternoon.
0: <laughs> so um, that was a pretty good sign that they're probably um, going to shut off the Auckland. So mm. that was um, yeah, uh, not much for an opportunity for the other MPs, especially in mm. the opposition, because uh, we'd get no notification until uh, the TV that night. And yep. that, that night, it's um, pretty much the last flight's gone. So, um, yeah, well, there were. Generally, most Auckland MPs will be staying in Auckland this
1: week. Sure. Oh well, that's one thing we've got to have to think about, isn't it? And uh, may interrupt some people's plans to fly out of Auckland, of course. Um, But uh, hey, there's um, possibility of more lockdowns if it uh, spreads, of course. Yeah. Well, hope not.
0: Uh, Hopefully, won't that. You know, like it. It's very um, disruptive. The
1: city. Mm, yep.
0: Um, and an economy and it's just day to day life so you know, um schools out, you know, all those sort of things it's, it's,
1: yep. um, people working from home. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's not as easy as it is. Uh, so you know uh, nobody wants it to spread put out too. the country. But I think you've got to ask the question
0: why we put our biggest city at risk, you know? Um we're not like Australia where we've have got two major cities right. and um you know we've only got one major city and it's vital to the country
1: mm.
0: and surely we can um, work out a better system of international travel than what we're doing
1: right well we'll keep that in mind as we go on and i think uh, a lot of people are probably nodding their heads as they listen in air new zealand seems to have got itself in a sticky wicket to this military repair work any thoughts about that yeah, well, I think they realised it was the wrong
0: thing to do, and, and it sounds like it was a mid-level decision, not the highest level of the organisation, and um, somebody thought, oh, well, it's a good idea, and they did it, <laughs> and yeah. now, um, under the light of public scrutiny, it doesn't look like such a good idea. Mm-hmm. So um, those kind of things happen, you know, like, um, I don't think we could be too rough on them, you know, like, the, they've got bigger problems to deal with at the moment than mm. that, and and, um, yeah, it was just a, probably a management mistake a few years ago, whenever it was done. And so, um, yeah, probably the people that made the mistake aren't even there now it's just with the organisation being such a slimmed-down organisation now. So,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I just think we're crying over stilt milk there, but, you know, um, we've got more important things to deal with now.
1: Mm. One of the things, of course, that was being uh, talked about, and uh, I'm not sure whether... Uh, uh, it's going to get much talking about just at the moment about the environment. That seems to be there, talking about all electric cars by 2035 and all that. Has the government uh, got, got it right or was this uh, an overreaction?
0: Well, I think if you look around the world, most countries uh, are putting in rules around the sale of cars by sort of the 2030, 2035, 2040 sort of thing. Okay. Um, and most of them are restricting them to uh, electric or majority electric-type vehicles. You know some kind of issues like trucks and that you mm. know, might not be so easy to do but um I, I think that's pretty much where the world's going you know so
1: yeah um
0: yeah you know, car manufacturers are uh, uh I didn't find that you know that most of their models will be electric or hybrid by that time anyway yep so i i, I think there's just um you know if you look at the government rules and also where the car manufacturers that are at they're pretty much aligned um and wanting to achieve that same goal. So it might be a difference of five years in some yeah. countries or whatever, but essentially um, new cars in 10 years' time, I think, you know, will pretty much be electric yep. or hybrid. Yep. Um, the question is, you know, is that we have a lot of old cars now fleet. Sure. Um, and that's a, a reflection of a couple of things. One is our uh, poor economic growth over the last 50 years. And so, um, you know, we're... we're a not a not a first world country in many senses around income levels. so we're in sort of second yeah you know, we're sort of falling out of the OECD
1: mm, top level mm.
0: and um, that means that we don't have the disposable income to buy um,
1: you know the new technology the top that's of coming the in world. so
0: um, you know I think that that's going to show through in our uh, you know our fleet mm. we don't have um income any in potential um, that would enable us to get the technology to be more environmentally friendly effectively yeah. and uh, that's a reflection on um, yeah, New Zealand's poor economic policy over many years and so uh, I think that that's going to be an issue that might be different from Australia or Japan or America where, the, yeah. where they are in the top level of world economies and, um, and will uh, be able to afford that technology a lot quicker um, and the second thing is um, Kiwis are, are quite spread out um, you know we're not like some of those other countries which have very high R- really compact, population really. in one or two places you know it's a yep. spread out country there's a lot of cars around per person. Um and you know, you know that, that sort of accelerates that the use of second hand vehicles so um, yeah I'm not sure of the practical implications of yeah other countries where they go to a, a very electrical hybrid fleet within a
1: few years of bringing those for them I think it might take uh, maybe a decade or so you know, before mm. we see the real change. Fair enough too. There's a lot of uh, people got uh, petrol cars and if they haven't got the money to change they're just going to keep on running the petrol car, I presume, until it exactly. packs up. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, at least we're looking at the environment in a serious way and I think that's important to so many people
0: yeah it's also important we look at it at like um if we're not a if we're not a performing as a first world country then yep. we can't have the first world you know answers you know and that's the whether it comes to healthcare or education or housing
1: yep.
0: or, you know, electric cars there's a price to pay for having um a left wing government you know and a left wing agenda mm-hmm. um which stifles economic growth and and um and, you know, the result of that is that we aren't um, able to take up that technology or we have some of those other difficulties around education and health care that we're experiencing in the country as well. And, um, and in New Zealand, we've been isolated for many years, I guess, sure. in the sense that, you know, we don't feel the impact of competition around the world as much as other countries uh, due to our geographic location and and also um, our strong primary sectors that mm. have kept the country going. Sure. And And, you know, we might not see it in our day-to-day lives because we don't don't have to compete with, you know, like the likes of Belgium and Holland across the border that that close. Uh, But, you know, it does impact on our ability to take up new technology to have that great education system, great health care system that we all expect in New Zealand.
1: Mm. Well, you're quite right there too, David, and uh, I would go along with that one. And, uh, so there we are, just looking at, uh, America at the moment, uh, uh change of, uh, president seems to be calming the place down a bit.
0: Yeah, uh, well, I've got massive problems there around COVID. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah and, and his, his, um, yeah, you know, approach to China hasn't been too much different from the last president. You know, I've some of the articles coming out of yep. there. So, um, yeah, I don't know if there'll be a, a great change on that international before mm-hmm. anyone else, so I think that'll continue um, but uh, you know domestically uh, there are massive issues to deal with the virus over there um, so uh, you yeah, know, good luck to them. Yep. Um yeah, but I think that's been a very difficult situation to deal with.
1: Fair enough too and of course one of the big issues that uh, came up in Parliament last week was are you going to wear a tie? <laughs> oh
0: yeah, well um, yeah, I'll still wear a tie yeah, I ninety percent of the
1: male
0: <laughs> MPs are still we wearing ties. Yes, um, might be a bit on and off at different sort of stages. Yeah, so there's a midnight the session; they might, <laughs> there might be a few this. Uh, but um, yeah, generally, especially question time and that, I think it's appropriate. Yes, um, but
1: like at the end of the day, it's not really a big issue. You know, if someone really feels that they don't want
0: mm. to, um, then I don't know how much. Yeah, you know, parliament should devote time to that. You know, it's, it's really a personal issue. And, sure. yeah, you know, I think as I say, 90% of people will see the, <laughs> the, the place as being, you know, uh, an important part of
1: yep. you
0: New know, Zealand democracy and also a very public environment where you know, people watch it on TV and that. And so, um, I think they will wear ties and, and um, if somebody decides it's not really their culture or their way of doing things, <laughs> I don't know if it's such a big deal. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This Free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.